0: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison,
2: Wisconsin. Critical hit Punch All Nazis takes place in the early days of World War II and combines high adventure with cosmic horror. All dates, locations, and historical events are thrown out the window in order to create a fun story. So don't put too much thought into historical inaccuracies. All accents are done poorly, but with love, and no disrespect is intended. Last time.
3: the wild-eyed look that's generally in Doc's eye settles down for a moment. And as the door opens, he fires and fires and fires.
2: Oh, Mr. Gable, checking out so soon. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a fun campaign <laughs> while it lasted. <laughs> this is, this... Plane taxis down the runway, flies off into the night. Dutch, you are sitting at home in the dining room of your palatial estate. The walls of this room are very, very high. and are covered with tapestry and thick, dark uh, walnut paneling. You are seated on a very long table that is probably accustomed to having uh, 20, 30 people at a time. It's morning and the light is shining through some very, very high windows in the room. And it's creating these big shafts of light. You know, you can see the dust particles floating through the air. But it does make it very difficult to see. Across from you is your father. And he's in shadow. It's hard to make out his face. And your mother is sitting next to him. Now, Dutch, I've told you before, you need to do what you're told. I'm getting tired of all of this sass talk that you're giving people and the fact that you do not follow directions. It's got to stop. And he's pounding his fist on the table. And the light is is shining down on the table where his fist is. The light is reflecting off of a very, very large ring that he has on his finger. And he just is continuing to chastise you. You disrespect authority. You do not do what you're told. How are you expected to do uh, what we expect you to do and take over this company? And he's just pounding his fist on the table as he's uh, trying to stress each point of uh, of his displeasure with you. Oh, Dutch, why must you always argue with your father? Why can't you just be a good boy and do what your what your father is asking you to do? Well, she asked you a question, boy. How old am I? Um, I, I don't know. How old are you now?
0: Oh, okay. In his 20s. Okay. Uh, also. Oh, that's weird right. he, would call,
2: he would call you Carlos. But I was yes. I was going
0: to ask. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Carlos also slams his hand down on the table. And he says, I don't want to take over a company that's completely funded by blood money. You know what's happening in Poland right now? You guys are feeding that
2: your father leans in and finally his face comes into the light and you can see under his nose, a little Charlie Chaplin mustache. I don't care. We are providing for our family and our family's future. And your mother also leans into the light and her face comes into view. And you can see that she has a black seeping sore on her mouth, running down her neck and onto her arm. And then you wake up. Good. Blisco uh. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach down.) <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) That's right. That just got me exactly right. You can reach down and touch the tops of the corn stalks, the top of the silk, as you are moving over the cornfield. You're flying, but you're doing it without a plane. How's that make you feel? Well, this is a pleasant dream. Yeah, you continue to fly over the field. It's green. You see a big water sprinkler going off watering the fields. You see some people on their tractors, harvesting some of the corn so that they can sell it at the roadside stand. They wave up at you as you pass. And then eventually these fields give way to the steps of Asia that you remember from your adventure books that you've read. And you continue to float and fly up and up and up. And pretty soon the step gives way to rocky hills where you can see humanoid forms below crawling in the in the darkness. And you continue to climb, finally seeing a monastery at the top of a mountain. And as you fly over, you can see a giant throne and sitting on the throne is a large, large figure wearing robes of yellow and a mask of yellow covers his face. You should not be here. You turn and you look. And that ghoul that you have encountered multiple times is flying right along with you. He gnashes your teeth. Bitey, bitey. And you begin to plummet to earth faster and faster. And as the ground gets closer and closer, the humanoid shapes that you saw below reveal themselves to be the ghouls feasting on bodies and body parts uh, among the field of rose bushes. They look up and they scream, Welcome, brother! And you wake up. Valentino. You're lost in the fog. You can hear bells in the distance from Notre Dame, but you can't tell what direction that they're coming from and they're ringing madly. the fog is thick and it's hard to see, but you can make out two figures walking in the distance
1: hello can you uh, can you guys
2: uh help me find my way you get closer and you realize that it's antoine and Pontus, and they're walking together away from you
1: hey, antoine hey hey uh where are you going what's happening hey
2: antoine hey As you try to circle around in front of them to kind of block their path, their backs are always towards you. You can never get in front of them. And they continue to walk away. And then suddenly, gunfire fills the streets. And Nazis flood the streets wearing heavy armored black uniforms and helmets with blue glowing goggles. Creatures like the one that you encountered in Germany emerge from the side streets and are rumbling towards Valentino, Antoine, and Pontus. The Nazis fire guns at you with blue, bright blue, crackling electricity. And you wake up. Ah. Doc, you are in a dark tunnel. It's cool and dry. And you're holding a torch, not a, not a, Not a British term for a flashlight, but an actual torch. No one else is around, but you can hear some rustling, like some slithering. And suddenly, a big snake appears at your feet and slithers around your legs, wrapping around you. And then a snake drops from the ceiling on your shoulders and starts to encircle your neck. And then a snake rises in front of you from the darkness large as a man and all at once the snakes strike you again and again you drop the torch and it slowly starts to go out as you fall to the ground poison coursing through your body and as you lay on the ground a small slender man with yellow hair and pale blue eyes leans over your body poking and prodding and in a soft voice he says Just not fresh enough. And then Clark Gable leans in and says, Frankly, I don't give a damn. He killed Timmy with his mumbo-jumbo homeopathic nonsense. Turmeric and honey. Bah! And you wake up. The sun is shining through the windows of a cargo plane that Clark Gable was able to get you on. Uh, The area is much more comfortable than the last cargo plane you were on. There are, while it's still a cargo plane, there are some wicker seats that you can sit in. There are some comfortable soft bags that you've been lying on as you've been sleeping. Uh, and the pilots, even though they don't speak the same language as you, they seem to be hospitable during the trip. You flew from Paris to Monaco. It was very uneventful, though. Jimmy was not doing well when they landed and Kimmy had to take him to the hospital And Lemmy really wanted to fly you guys the rest of the way to Cairo, but Clark Gable needed to ensure that he made it to the next uh, leg of his, of his journey. Um, But he was seemed kind of drunk the entire time in Monaco. You were all able to get a fresh pair of clothes and get a day or two of rest. So you can clear all of your stress injuries, but not your scars, uh, uh, Brian. And this time, I'm going to make it a little bit more difficult for everybody. Instead of three fortune, you will all start this leg of your adventure with two fortune. But you will have the opportunity to earn more fortune. I can earn a fortune? You can earn fortunes. You can earn fortunes through doing great things uh, that impress your GM. You can earn fortune through um, basically GM-type rewards by doing cool things. Uh, doing something uh, outlandish or great. Uh, So it it just depends, but uh, you can have, uh, you can have a maximum starting a, a, um, an adventure, which is what we're doing. You can have up to three, although your GM can make that quite a bit less, like what I'm doing here, giving you two, but at no time can you have more than five fortune. Does that make sense? Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So Clark Gable wasn't able to get you to direct passage to Cairo, but he did pull a few strings and got you on a Laoshe uh, uh, cargo plane. Um, This is a Chinese plane, and you guys haven't opened any boxes, but you're pretty sure that somehow Laoshe, um, this cargo plane is running guns and munitions from Europe to China. Uh, For those of you that may uh, remember, uh, Japan has invaded China. And so being able to get weapons to the Chinese uh, might be uh, of use to them. So that's what this plane is probably doing. You guys have have deduced, but you have uh, left Monaco and after a day or so, you are now on approach to the city of Cairo. And from the air, you can see a very large city and it is bustling. It is busy. There is a combination of uh, colonial, English type housing uh, buildings that you can see, as well as what we might consider traditional Egyptian uh, stone and mud uh, buildings, as well. And as the plane is touching down, you can see the great pyramids pointing to the west and to your destination. You land at the airfield, and in the city, tensions are high. The British have a clear military presence, but the Egyptian forces appear to be. Uh, trying to control everything uh, just in the last couple of years, the King has died and the Prince has taken over uh, control of, of the empire. And he has ordered the British forces to leave and go to um, what's the, uh, the strait, uh there in Egypt. That's kind of where he's told them that they can go and control that waterway. But uh, as tensions in Europe and as this war has started, uh, there's kind of a dual, Control of Egypt during this time. Cairo is noisy; it's bustling with activity. Ancient streets clash with modern technology as music from radios and record players can be heard along with sounds of animals and livestock being moved to the market. Culturally, there's a mix between native peoples dressed in loose linen clothing with uh, cloth wrapped, uh, wrapped around their bodies uh, and around their their heads. Uh, I believe they're pronounced uh, shamogs. Uh, there's also a mix of Western and European peoples dressed in the popular fashion, usually from from France. Uh, the streets twist and turn and loop back and forth upon themselves, and I want everybody to roll a reason plus observation difficulty two. Ah, Brian, two, yeah, successes. two successes. Okay, two successes from Blisco. Very good. Rodrigo, only one success. One success, but uh, very close to a complication on this one. Complication range is 19 or 20 when you have a difficulty of two. So, Dutch, you are very familiar with Europe. You've traveled around Europe a great deal. You feel very comfortable when you get into cities. But here in Cairo, this is not laid out like any kind of modern city that you've been to. And it's very confusing how things loop around. And Doc also seems to be very lost in the heat and the constant mass of bodies that are just moving around from place to place. You can smell food, delicious food. There's a lot of smell of coffee and tobacco. And of course, there's animal smells as well. Do you remember where you guys are supposed to be going?
0: Yeah, we need to go to the Cafe of Kings because we're meeting someone there.
2: Unfortunately, I don't think you know where the Cafe of Kings is. Do you? Does anyone know? Did anybody get directions?
0: Not not immediately, no.
2: Okay. Well, it's kind of clear that Dutch and Doc are maybe kind of confused. Valentino and Blisco seem like, I'm just going to go with the flow. And then, Doc, you feel a little tug on your jacket. And you look down, and there is a small boy. Oh, hello, sirs. It looks like you may be lost. I can guide you where you need to go. For just a small amount of money. Only one monies. One whole monies? One whole monies is all that this young boy is asking to guide you. Okay. I had a scary dream, and a child is trying to scam me. (laughs) No, he's not trying to scam you. He's like... Oh, you look lost. Uh, Only one monies, and I can take you where you want to go. One monies. I do not speak in English. Yes. It's
0: kind of broken English. Sure, sure.
2: Are you American or British? Do not. Only one monies. Definitely one of those.
0: Uh, Dutch will take out one money.
2: Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Where are you going?
0: Uh, We're looking for a place called the Cafe of Kings.
2: Oh, yes. I know it well. I know it well. Come, 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 come. And he's, you know, grabs. Grabs you by the hand and starts pulling you along, and uh, uh, is everybody else following? Following Dutch?
1: Yeah, follow, but keep an eye out. Yeah,
2: okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, welcome to welcome to Egypt. Welcome to Cairo, my my favorite city in the whole world. This is a wonderful place. How long are you staying?
0: We don't know yet.
2: Oh well, uh, let me Ahmed be your guide. You want to see the pyramids? I can take you to the pyramids.
0: Well, Ahmed. Uh, We have someone we need to meet here, but uh, if you come back later, maybe we can talk about it.
2: Oh, yes, yes. Come, come, come. Uh, I'll Make sure that you don't end up in the bad parts of town. And as he's leading you through the crowds, you're bumping into people, you're, you know, passing uh, stalls where people have their wares out. Uh, One stall might have uh, some pottery. Another stall might be serving some kind of a meat. Another stall might be uh, offering up some kind of fruit or drink. So all of these smells are coming uh, around you. And as you're walking down and, and, and going through these twisting alleys and everything, you notice on the walls that, yeah, there's some graffiti, but there's also a lot of posters uh, that people have have pasted up onto the wall. Uh, some of them have been torn down. Uh, some of them are, you know, in support of the Egyptian government. Others are, you know, very pro-British. Uh, some are advertising coffee or cigarettes. But you also start to see. An abundance of posters advertising for the great Nate O. (laughs) And these are big uh, posters. They're very pristine and very clean, like they've just been put up recently. Come see the great, the fantastic, the great Nate O, magician of the world. He is a prophet. He will tell you all he sees the future. You will be spellbound and mesmerized by everything that he has to offer. Come see the great NATO now. And the poster is just covered with all these like mystical symbols and uh, uh, drawings all over it. And in the center is a giant like crystal ball that's glowing. And there are a pair, you know, behind it. You see some fingers kind of reaching around the crystal ball, and you see a dark face with uh some eyes peering out uh over the
0: crystal ball. Are the symbols anything we'd recognize?
2: Ooh, very good. Roll an observation plus insight, D one. Is that an all of us thing? Uh anybody who wants to, may. Sure. Sure. Okay, uh-huh. so Galisco has got a success, uh, two successes. So you get one momentum. Brian two has success. two successes, so you get an extra momentum.
0: And I also got two successes.
2: And uh, Rodrigo has two successes, which gets you three momentum. One success, so you do oh, not... successes. Oh, two successes, that's right. And you, only, you all only needed one success anyway, so that takes all of your momentums up to four. And sure enough... On that poster, you can see a symbol of the luminaries, but you also see a symbol for the Rose Crucians. You also see a pyramid with an eye in it. You also see a bunch of other things, but the luminary symbol is in there. And there are like 10, 10 of these posters all pasted along the wall. And as you guys are walking by, it looks like the eyes are following you. Now I need everybody to give me a will plus resilience. Difficulty one. Keep
4: making these roles slightly worse for me. <laughs> like, and slightly
0: better for me. Hooray. Oh no.
2: So Matthew got another another success. He got two successes. Uh everybody oh, except for Brian. Yeah. Brian did not get any successes. Everybody else got oh, at least one success. Days. Ooh, ouch. Uh take one mental stress, please.
0: Ah, okay. Oh, hang on, wait a minute. Can I buy another die for this?
2: You only need one one success, but yeah, if you want to.
0: You can get me a momentum or a complication. Sure. sure. <laughs> nope. Uh, one, sure. I, I will get a momentum. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so the momentum is... Uh, I got a, I got a, a talent now. Oh, right, kind of right. Role.
2: What is your talent?
0: Uh, whenever you attempt a skill test to resist being intimidated or threatened or to resist fear and panic. I guess it might not have been or panic it's
2: the same i mean we'll yeah this this it's, would be it filler it's, it's like fear a spooky
0: panic. spooky yeah. thing is happening yep yeah, mm-hmm. so i i buy i can buy a a d20 uh for zero momentum basically okay so,
2: oh so zero momentum okay so then that means that you do get six momentum nice yeah mm-hmm. all right very cool all right um ahmed notices that you're all
0: looking at at this poster oh have you seen the great nato Seen him. He was paying my checks for, like, uh, like six months. <laughs> oh, you must be so
2: lucky. I, I really long to see the Great NATO. His, everyone talks about his performances and how good he is. Ah, I'm trying to save up my money so that I can maybe soon go and see the Great NATO's performance. If, if you want, I can go and see if I can get you tickets to the Great NATO's performance.
0: Well, let's let's hold on to that.
2: Okay, okay, come, come, this way, this way. Ahmed leads you around a corner, and you step into a courtyard and behind you, crates and barrels fall to block your escape. Ahmed shimmies up a uh, drainpipe to the top of the the building, as five bulky men wearing all black emerge from the shadows, brandishing knives and swords. One man wearing a red headwrap steps forward. His fingers are dyed a brilliant blue. Ah, Ahmed, you've brought us those who wish to make an offering to our order. Outsiders, give us your money to the Order of the Crystal Skull, and we may let you live.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to kind of reach my jacket and pull out my pistol and go, do y'all really want to bring swords to a gunfight?
2: (laughs) Uh, They uh, attack. Uh, So it sounded like, Brian, you were going to go first. (laughs) Sure. So, uh, Valentino, you pull out your gun and you're surrounded by ruffians.
1: I think I'll go ahead and uh, just shoot at the red hood guy in front of me.
2: All hey, right, my, you my... may do this. This is a D2. All right. So that will be your um uh coordination, let's see, you're doing uh, range, so yeah, coordination and fighting.
1: All right. Hey, I actually got a point in fighting now.
3: Ooh. Ooh-hoo. Mancy.
1: Let's see see if this is enough.
2: No. Zero successes. Your shot goes wild. You shoot a pot up on a uh, ledge uh, on the second floor and you hear somebody inside scream something.
1: Let that be a lesson to you.
2: Yes. (laughs) The uh, person leaps from the shadows and springs toward Doc and attacks him. I'm going to spend a bit of threat here. Okay, he uh, succeeds in attacking you with his uh, brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he stuns you, and you are not able to move. He clocks you inside the head with uh, his with his brass knuckles, and That's you are me. stunned. You see the little Tweety birds fly around your head. Now, Doc, you uh, because you're stunned uh you do not have the ability to do anything this turn uh which then brings us to the man wearing purple he is going to pull out a uh he's going to pull out his saber and he's going to rush over to dutch brandishing his uh saber and melee weapons are not uh hand to hand combat oh i see um Yeah, because I think it has to be hand-to-hand for for that. Um, But he is going to swing at you. Uh, He swings and it swings wide. Who would like to go next? Lisko or
0: Dutch? Uh, Dutch is going to uh, like, can I Run somewhere else in the room. Sure.
2: Yeah, you can run. So you can. You can't go back. Uh, where you're at. You can get over to here and down, and then um here. Basically, this area is all blocked, and this area is all blocked.
0: Okay. Well, uh, Dutch will try to like run back here and use like a little this little protrusion from the building as cover, uh, and then shoot back at the uh probably whoever's closer so the green one the
2: green the green man
0: yeah Uh, and i'll take a momentum let's make it okay sure uh two successes
2: three successes because you're trying to be lost three successes successes. so you get that momentum back go ahead and roll your damage
1: okay how much is that yeah i mean it should be six i
2: think should Uh, it be six okay oh yeah yeah double double yep Yep, six. So you Uh, take that guy uh, out. He doesn't even get a turn. Excellent. He doesn't Uh, deserve a turn. Uh, The red man is going to pull out a very large uh, saber, and he is going to step up and take a swing with a threat at Valentino. Ooh. Two successes on that, so he does succeed. Oh, no. And unfortunately, this saber one two uh, and piercing, so if you have any armor, one of them does go through, but you take two physical damage on that. And then it is Bug Eater's turn.
0: Oh,
4: boy. I'm going to step back and take a shot at the blue one.
2: Okay. I Lean back yeah, you really can't. I mean, you can lean back, but you can't step back. You're right there at that. At that block. Oh,
4: am I just kind of stuck in a corner? Yeah, you're stuck in the corner. Great. But Yeah, I'll lean back and take a shot at the blue one, assuming I can get line of sight on him.
2: The blue one, sure. Troubles. Him. Yeah.
4: We have we have a bunch of momentum. I would like to spend a momentum on this.
2: All right. And get four successes. Four
4: successes.
2: <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, so roll some damage on that. One, two, five damage. So this guy, this guy takes an injury, but he is still standing. Hmm. Oh man. This, this one runs across after being shot in, in the leg. And he seems very, um, fanatic in his motions. And he comes with his saber and he is going to try to stab a doc right in the chest. And he is also going to use one of the threats two for a success and uh, one piercing. So you will need to take one damage, uh, one physical
0: damage. You need to get some armor. Probably. I mean, literally wouldn't matter because you was dealing piercing damage.
2: Yes. We have finished that round of combat. We are starting at the top of the round. Who would like to go first? I would like to shoot the man who initially hurt me. Okay, you may.
3: I may. Your stun of, okay, stunner of wears off. Okay, I aim my gun at his face. Okay, and I get two successes because once again I don't know what a greater when sign is.
2: Yeah, so roll that again with the correct uh, with the correct symbol. <laughs> All right,
3: but I've had no. You've two been you You
2: you clocked in. You got clocked in the head. So everything's turned around for you. <laughs> That's hurtful. Uh, only one success. Yeah. No. Uh, again, that that uh, bullet goes goes wide. Mm. Makes sense. Right. I am dizzy. Yes, you are dizzy. Uh, but the, uh, the the yellow guy is going to take another uh, punch at you. Also using. Another threat. And let me double check something. What's that?
4: These guys are rude.
2: Yes, they are. Ah, two successes, so he's going to punch you again for uh, three physical damage. Wait, how many have I got? I don't know. You're the
3: one that's marking off your your damage track. Yeah, that's going to put me to five. I feel like I only have like
2: ten. Yeah. Mm. You could give them money.
0: Sounds (laughs) dangerous
2: yep all right. Who would like to go next?
0: I'll go next
2: all right, Dutch.
0: um, I will try to shoot uh the purple one,
2: okay. He's the one that's closest to you,
0: yeah uh so I'll aim and right. then uh, take a shot and I will uh, eat one momentum if that's all right, okay. For three d twenty, uh, for only one success. Oh,
2: only one success. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, you got me, let me, so you can reroll one of those. Yeah, I can re-roll one of those. You could reroll the nine if you like.
0: <laughs> that was no. <laughs> I'll I'm going to reroll one of the two 19s I got. Okay. As uh, as, there
2: you go for a success. You may do some damage onto the purple man.
0: I forgot to declare. I uh, mean,
2: they all got blue fingers, so
0: yeah. I forgot to declare a, a volley. Oh, I no. actually forgot also no. that I deal one extra die of success or, or of damage because I'm good at this. Yeah. Uh, four.
2: Four damage on the purple man. Uh, he takes that in the shoulder, but is still standing. Okay. But he doesn't like that.
0: I uh tell him that's what he gets. I just wanted to go to a coffee shop
2: he screams at you in a language that you don't understand, but you can tell because you're a polyglot that he is very angry at you. He raises his saber and comes running up to you and takes a mighty swing. Okay. mean he misses his, his okay. shoulder is sore is very, uh, is very sore. And so he's not able to focus on, on hitting you with that saber. Okay. good. <laughs> Who would like to go next?
1: Uh, I'd like to maybe try to finish off the blue guy. Okay. Can I aim and shoot in melee, or?
2: Uh, you could. Well, you can't aim and shoot and melee. You can do either punch him in the face, or it's you can in, shoot him in melee.
1: Yeah. With uh,
2: no, you melee. have. So you are using a uh, pistol, so that's a okay. close range weapon. Uh,
1: okay, fair enough. All right. Yeah, I will uh, try that. Where's that six momentum? I'll burn. Uh, let's just do one and see how this goes.
2: You're going to use a momentum. Okay. Yeah. Two successes. Very good. Roll some damage on this guy
1: or five damage,
2: five damage. He goes down. All righty. Above you from one of the windows, you hear a woman scream. Ah! Uh, Again, it's hard to tell, but you can tell it's hard to tell what she's saying, but you can tell she is frightened at the, uh, assault that is going on downstairs and you can hear her running away from the window, screaming, uh, for help police, um, you know, more, uh, of these thugs coming to, to beat you up. Uh, it's hard to tell, but she's has screamed an alert out to somebody. The leader of the cult uh, takes a c- uh, couple of steps back away from all of you. And he pulls out his own pistol and he fires it at I guess you, Valentino, since you're right in front of him, he knows that there's is, there's is trouble ahead. Oh, and he misses. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that brings us up to to Blisco.
4: The one of the red hoods, the leader, right?
2: Yeah, he's the leader.
4: And he just fired on us.
2: Just, yeah, he just fired on you, and it went really wide. And and because he was backing up, he kind of tripped a little bit on I don't know a basket. I mean, this is kind of like a courtyard area uh, for the. Uh, houses that that are surrounding this this courtyard. Uh, so he trips a little bit on a basket and as he starts to uh, slip a little bit, which causes his his shot to go wild, you see from underneath his uh, cloth that's wrapped around his head, a necklace drops out uh, and is dangling around his neck. It's a little hard to see from where you're at, but it looks like the face of some scary thing, you know, roaring. Uh, the mouth is, is a gape, and embedded in the mouth is a small blue crystal, which seems to shimmer at you as he stares at you, kind of almost taunting you like, yeah, I missed. So what? What are you going to do? Shoot you in the face? <laughs> you can try. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Not a called
4: shot. Uh, I'm going to use a momentum.
2: Okay. Uh
4: Big money no Is landings. aim just something we all have access to? I think everybody
2: has access to haven't aim haven't been using yes. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna aim but it is something that you have to call before you roll your dice. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, aim. Oh, I thought or that more. was
4: like a power.
2: No, I believe it is a uh everybody has that. Yeah, option. anybody anybody can your, aim. If you look on your cheat sheets, mm-hmm. um one of them um talks about uh minor actions in conflict, and one of them is aim.
4: Okay. I guess it's use that instead of moving. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to aim.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to increase. I'm going to be mean and increase this. uh, You already rolled it. Um, Okay. You've got us. You've got two successes, three successes, but you also have a complication. Um, That idea. Yes. Here is uh, the complication. Can
4: you reroll that?
2: Oh yeah. It's still the complication is still going to stick around. That's the unfortunate side. Even with aim. Well, that is that you can reroll that. It's still going to be a complication, All right. I'm still going to reroll that d twenty okay, just cause... to see if you get another success. yeah, I mean, okay, might as well, right.
4: I can get one or two more momentum for us
2: okay I did not There's no successes okay, <laughs> so you pull out the gun and you aim at the at the leader of this of group of thieves, and you're really not paying attention, and one of the things that you should have learned in boot camp is that you don't fire a gun next to somebody's head, and unfortunately, Valentino. That blast is so loud that you are now partially deaf in your right ear.
3: Ah. Shouldn't have come in with a pretty character. Steven's gonna make sure you're completely deformed by the time.
2: <laughs> it's here. not my it's not me. It's not me. Um, let's see. Who has not gone yet? I think that's the end of the round, correct? I believe, I believe so. so. All right, top of the round. <coughs> who would oh, wait, like to I go? I didn't there?
4: roll damage.
2: Oh yeah, go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Who are you? Aim- who did you aim at? The the man and the leader. Okay. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and roll damage. One, Oof. two, three, four. You got vi- you have uh, vicious on that um, effect, right?
0: Oh yeah, so I do. He well, he would have to. I would have to a salvo or a salvo. Yeah, to use that vicious.
2: Okay, he is still standing. All right, now we're at the top of the round.
0: I will, uh, step back. Uh, steady my aim and shoot the guy directly in front of me. Okay. Uh, and I will take a momentum. All right. Uh, no. Here are successes.
2: No. Uh, you are pinned right up against the wall of this if building. I,
0: if I re-roll one of them and get one success, does that do anything?
2: You can, if you get, uh, if you roll a one, that would be I guess successes. I could
0: potentially roll a one. Okay, so yeah. here's hoping for probably a complication.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one success. No, that shot goes wild. Uh, the bullet um, ricochets off the stonework of the building and a pot from a window ledge above comes crashing down into the courtyard. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, okay. Uh, But the man in purple is going to take another, another swing at you and does, and and misses again, his, his shoulder really aches. He's going to need to put some icy hot on that later. Who is uh, next? I will go. All right.
3: So for the benefit of the people listening at home and or Mr. Kite,
2: there's a uh, man standing right next to you with a brass knuckles and he's probably going to pop you in the head again. Well, what if I kill him?
3: Well, you can try. So what do I do when I aim? What is the actual process of aiming? Do I just say, I would like to aim. I aim
2: at the target and I pull my trigger.
3: I aim at the target and I pull my trigger. And because I am very, very angry and disoriented, I'm having to super focus. So I would like to pull some of the momentum for the momentum pool. Okay. Sure. I would like to pull two momentum Two momentum. Will, will that work or
2: no? Two uh, momentum. Yeah, will need do to spend three momentum to, to get add two, dice. two dice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I can pull a momentum, get an extra. Dice. Are you doing one? or Are you doing two?
3: Let's do one. Because I I feel like at this point, three momentum out of five, when we still have three foes, does not seem like a fair thing since other people are actually able to fight. So I am aiming at this man right in my face. Roll three dice. And I'm going to make sure that if I miss him, the gun is right near his ear. So he's also deaf.
2: Uh, Three successes. Three successes. Very good. So you get one of those back and you may roll some damage. Excellent.
3: Uh, My pistol is five damage dice, right?
2: No, it is only four. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Isn't that what most everybody of the, the right? for? Yep. Yeah.
0: mine. Oh. I, like I do five because I have a uh, an insight bonus.
2: I
3: thought I had like a really shiny pistol. So
0: if Hang your on. insight now is the nine, the only other thing that
3: would help. I you. do have an insight bonus.
0: Okay, so yeah, insight yours does of fine.
3: nine yep. with a plus yep. one bonus. So I should yep. do five. Yep, so you'd be five. Yep. Wait, cool.
2: Haha. I knew something about the game. Oh, one, two. Yep. Uh, you aimed at that guy in yellow and you shot him good right in the head. The oh. back part of his brains explodes all over the wall and starts to run down in a gloppy, gloppy mess. You are somewhat fascinated by this. Teach him to punch me in the head. Yeah. You are more fascinated by the blood and brains running down the wall looks like spaghettios you guys uh the man in red uh having seen you blow up uh, his comrade will take aim at you spending some threat because now he's very angry and oh man his shot goes wide too and completely misses you which leaves uh who's next uh me let's go go for it so is the guy
4: on dock over there and then the leader. Uh
2: the only ones that are still alive are the one that is uh apparently trying to threaten Dutch uh, not very well apparently and then the leader.
4: Uh yeah I'll fire on the lead I'll aim and fire on the leader again. Uh okay. I'll
2: use a momentum again. Two successes. You may roll some damage.
4: So insight should uh damage a bonus damage on insight should add
0: to this?
2: Yeah, I know uh, it's yeah. weird, right? Yeah, so so it's, if it's your weird insight is nine,
0: you get a plus yeah, one. Yeah, so you
2: get an extra uh, damage die. Brian right. gets two damage die. I should be rolling five dice instead of four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and who did you shoot out? The leader? The leader. Yep, you take him down and he screams something as he falls, uh, the necklace dangling uh, off his neck onto the ground. All right, the final lone person knowing that he has failed his god and failed the rest of his, his team, decides to take one more uh, stab at Dutch. Ooh, barely a success. And he does zero damage. He is so weak that he pokes you, and it's just like you must be wearing on uh, a jacket that has got an yeah, extra yeah. thick fiber, and it just <laughs> does do nothing to you. You take zero damage. Uh, who is left? Uh, Valentino. Yes. Go
1: over and.
2: Yeah, you can rush over and do something to him. You're going to punch him in the back of the head?
1: Uh, Could I like uh, grab him to make him easier for Doc to, or not?
2: Sure. Doc. So that yeah. would be um, what you would want to do in this case if you're trying to grapple him. Uh, that will be a. He will fight you back on that. On a successful grapple, though, you will hold him, and we can use that to reduce the difficulty of anyone taking attack against him, maybe Dutch, uh, will reduce that difficulty by one. Okay. So you'll need to rush over there and grab him, and he will try to fight back.
1: I, can't I will use
2: that. my last threat.
1: So what am I rolling here?
2: You are rolling um, uh, hand-to-hand combat, so that is... Uh, agility plus fighting and you need two successes on this okay nope nothing zero successes yeah he has two successes so you are unable to grapple him he pushes you pushes you down and you too stumble over uh just the the bits of debris and other you know bricks that have fallen off the building over the years Uh, some kid's toy is in the courtyard you also stumble over that i see and what are we at? The top of the round again? That's everybody, right? He's the only man standing. So he'll try one more time to. Nope, he misses. He takes a swing and a miss at you, Dutch. Swing and a miss. Okay. Would you like to finish him off?
0: Uh, yeah. Like, we don't suspect that these guys, like, these guys specifically went, like, give me your money, right?
2: Oh yeah, they wanted money right. for their right. their order of the crystal skull.
0: Okay. Uh so uh yeah, Dutch is just going to since this guy like I don't know, I feel like he's had some opportunities to run away and he's still hacking at him. Yeah, uh, these Dutch guys are just,
2: pretty fanatic.
0: Yeah, Dutch Dutch is just going to like shoot him in the stomach. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll grab a momentum. Okay. And since I'm going to get to reload, I'll I'll make this vicious. Okay. Uh one success. And I didn't declare an aim, so I, I'll
2: let you take a, an aim so this fight doesn't go on forever.
0: Okay. <laughs> nice. Two
2: successes. Two successes. I was definitely expecting a 20 there.
4: We <laughs> <laughs> don't want this fight going forever. Things get worse.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, things are about dice. to get worse.
2: Yeah, you definitely uh, take him out. You shoot him in the stomach and just Blood and his intestines come out and just cover your face uh, with his blood as he grabs you and he just looks at you wide in the eyes and just continues to stare at you as he falls down to the ground dead. We have exited combat. The crates and the barrels get shoved aside and there are Egyptian police officers and British police officers there telling everyone to hold it. Stop what you're doing. And they all have weapons drawn upon you. Yeah, put I'll I'll put my hands up. Yep. Okay. Same. They they rush in, they shove past you, they're uh pointing guns at you. Uh one of the British officers comes strolling in. What's going on here?
0: Oh, uh we were ambushed by these uh Brigands. Yeah, brigands.
2: Hmm, brigands. Mm, that's an American. Yes, hmm. And he goes over and he starts kicking at the bodies, kind of turning them over. He gets to the one with the red turban and it kicks him over and he notices the necklace and he picks this up. You know anything about this?
0: Um, they said they were in a cult of some kind, the crystal skull. I don't know if that has anything to do with that.
2: And then uh, the, one of the Egyptian police officers comes over and, Says something into the brigadier's ear. Hmm, huh, hmm, yes, uh, apparently there's a large number of uh, these, uh, uh, as you say, brigands uh, running around uh, parts of, of uh, Cairo. Um, why are you in this neighborhood in particular?
0: We were led here by a uh, kid who uh, offered to take us where we were going. And where were you going? Uh, we were going to the Cafe of Kings.
2: Ah, that is on the other side of town. You are new here, I take it then.
0: I mean, very observant. Ah,
2: very well, we need to go and file reports. And so he marches you, everybody off, puts you in a, in a uh, wagon, and takes you all off to the local constabulary. critical hit punch all nazis is a production of major spoilers entertainment and was produced and edited by me steven schleicher if you'd like to get a behind the scenes making of this episode be sure to check out the gm roundtable octum cthulhu edition at our patreon page patreon.com slash major spoilers each week i discuss my plans for the upcoming game session and dr brad will is there to share his reactions and advice on how to be a better game master i will warn you though there are spoilers galore in every installment of the GM Roundtable Octune Cthulhu edition. So, if you don't like spoilers and don't want to know what I am planning next, don't listen to these episodes. Though, I will say, if you do listen, you'll be able to see how and where the players throw a wrench into my plans, and you're also going to have greater insight into the world that's being built into this campaign. You did hear the name The Great NATO this week, We'll have more on him in an upcoming episode, along with some other fine patrons who are getting named as NPCs. You want your name to appear as one of these NPCs in future episodes? All you need to do is become an associate producer at patreon.com slash Majorspoilers. Finally, we want you to record yourself doing your best on Critical Hit and send it to us at podcast at Majorspoilers.com and your voice will join the growing chorus of fans in upcoming episodes as well. Thank you again for listening this week, and here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2023 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.